hello. Welcome to the latest episode of Creating Connection. I'm your host, Kim Dunn. And today, the topic is something that nearly all of us can relate to. I know it is something that is certainly pops up for me all the time. <laughs> so, have you ever been talking to someone and got the sense that they weren't quite listening to you, that their mind was elsewhere? Or perhaps you're with a friend, a partner, your child, and you have something quite serious you'd like to talk to them about. But they don't seem to be in the room with you. They're there physically, but they're not there um, in terms of their presence. Or perhaps you're on the other end and that there's someone in your life who wishes to speak with you and you're a bit confused and you're a bit anxious because you don't know what to say. So if you've been in any of those situations, hang around because I'm going to share with you five simple things you can do to put yourself in the room with someone in a supportive way. Yes, it can be done. So I'm a psychologist and I spend a lot of the time with clients um, in concentrated periods of time where I'm listening intently, where I'm there 100% for the client. It is all about them. It is not about me at all. And the great thing about this is there are definitely some strategies that we use in the clinic space that will work in everyday normal life. Now, this does not mean you have a responsibility to be a therapist. Not at all, actually. You are not a therapist. And when we go through these five strategies, there is one that directly talks to that. So I know I've been in that situation where I've been trying to have a conversation and a friend's been checking their phone. Um, and I remember a particular time where I was sharing something quite important and private to me. And what I got back from them was something related to them. And, you know, it's invalidating. I felt definitely that what I was sharing had been dismissed as not that important. And that impacted on my feelings of connectedness. That's what we talk about here. Disconnection, connection, loneliness, how we can connect with ourselves and others and not feeling heard was a huge disconnection in that, in that friendship. And I'm sure you've been there. You've had conversations with people and um, you felt they've been pretty one-sided. Let's face it, a lot of people don't know how to listen. It's a common thing. So, and if you don't know how to listen, as I said, it's a common thing. But after today, 
there'll be no, no excuses. You will have some tools about how you can listen properly. Okay, so let's dive into the first one. And these are all based around practicing mindful listening. Because mindfulness is about being in the moment, being open and non-judgmental about what is happening. So the first one is letting go of con letting go of conversation, letting go of expectations. Okay. So in a mindful state, you don't know what's coming up next. You don't know what the person's going to say. You don't know where the conversation's going to lead. So don't try and second guess. Don't try and preempt. Be open and let the words and emotions fall where they will. You can check in on yourself as the conversation is progressing and just see where your mind's going. If your mind is thinking about, oh, I don't know what to say to that. How do I respond to that? I don't know how to fix that for them. You might notice thoughts or you might notice emotions. You might start feeling helpless or trapped or overwhelmed, depending on what the person is sharing. Um, you might feel bored. You know, if it's something that's not, doesn't seem that important to you, but it's important to them, maybe you're feeling bored. Maybe you're feeling angry. Maybe it's something that they've talked about before and you can't see anything changing. Well, you might be really concerned for them. Whatever it is, the point about letting go of your expectations is just sitting there and seeing what comes up for them and what comes up for you. Point two, put your phone away. Hopefully they can put theirs away as well. One thing we know is that if your phone is there, your attention is not. Your attention is, even subconsciously, on thinking about, is someone going to ring? Is someone going to text? I'm wondering what's happening on social media. What am I missing out on? What helps is to put the phones where they can't be reached. So particularly if it's a serious conversation, I encourage you to do that. If it's not so serious, it still helps connection if we take the phones out of the equation. Now, as a mum, I was very used to having conversations inter interrupted um, or being accompanied by children. And you get used to um, speaking and carrying on conversations regardless. Mm -hmm. um, and you can't take your child out and lock them in a drawer until the conversation's over, but you can do that with your phone. So minimise potential distractions as much as you can. So control the environment as much as you can. Put your phone away. <laughs> the third, which is to focus on listening with intent to connect and not to problem solve. So remember, we talked about letting go of the expectation of yourself being a problem solver and what was going to come up in the conversation. If you are listening with intent to connect and not problem solve, here are some tips. Reflect back what they're saying. Repeat back their words. So if they're saying, oh God, it's so stressful. 
my work is driving me crazy at the moment. I just feel totally out of my depth. A simple reflection would be, wow, I can hear you feeling really overwhelmed. I can hear things are tough at work. Seems like things are really hard for you at work at the moment. You're just picking up, you're reflecting back exactly what they said. Tip two, if you're listening with intent to connect, don't try and one-up them. <laughs> A good rule of thumb is, if someone is sharing something with you, don't automatically share back with, oh yeah, I'm having a hard time at work as well. There's probably a point in the conversation where you can share, but right now we want to connect and we want to do that first by reflecting, which shows that we're interested, we're empathetic, um, we want to be there for them. Okay. So fourth one, fourth tip about practicing mindful listening is setting boundaries. This is really important. I often have adolescents or young people say to me that their friends are sharing things with them and they don't know how to help them. You don't have to help them. In fact, if it's something serious that someone's sharing with you, it may not be appropriate to help them. You may not have the skills to help them. So set boundaries on what you can and can't do as part of the conversation. Another part about setting boundaries is setting your time and energy boundaries. So remember I said some people, you might feel yourself getting annoyed or frustrated with because they're sharing things that have been shared before and there does not seem to be any shift, any motivation from them to actually make changes. And so you're feeling stuck and you're feeling frustrated. Chunk your time, chunk your energy. If it's a phone call, you get a text or you get a message and it's a missed call and you know it's them, set yourself a limit. Okay, I'm going to call them back. I'm going to take 10 minutes. And then at the end of that, coming towards the end of that, I can say, okay, I have to go. There's another call. I have to get on with the housework. I have an appointment. Whatever it is that you've set that boundary. So, for example, if I have to return a call from a um, a client, I want to connect with them, that's important, but it's also important to make that a short and contained point of contact. So doing it you know, five minutes before I see my next client is a very good way of having a natural containment around that connection. But you know, similarly with your, when you're with a friend, if it's phone, it's probably a bit easier what you need to watch there is the expectation on you to be there and to constantly be there until they run out of things to say. Because you probably know some people who would never run out of things to say. It's up to you to put that boundary around that conversation. Similarly, if it's a text, you can put boundaries around the text. You can say, whatever you like because <laughs> they don't know what you're doing it could be i'm off now to the shops i'm having a nap i'm preparing dinner i'm 
need to go. Let them know, don't leave them hanging in a text. No one likes that, but a simple, it's been good talking, let's talk soon, set the boundary, set the time frame. If you are face-to-face -face and it's a face-to-face -face meeting, set the environment. Perhaps you go to their house or you go to a, a neutral space where there's a beginning and an end rather than coming to you where it can be trickier asking them to leave. Like all the tips that we talk about, some of these will work for you. You take the ones that work for you and it will depend on your situation. There is no one right way. There is no one magic tip. But all of these things are to do with practicing mindful listening, being there for someone without sacrificing too much of your time and energy without trying to problem solve, but to be there. And the fifth thing that I leave you with, fifth tip, it's more a mindful texting, emailing, responding to someone. And this is about addressing points that are made, addressing issues in the correspondence. Have you ever got a response which has totally ignored your questions or they've answered one of your points and left the other two hanging? That does not make for a good feel. That does not make for a strong connection. Answer the questions, address the points, be polite. <laughs> it's so important and it is such a bugbear of mine. If you want to be a good connector, you want to deepen and strengthen and make authentic connections, connect respectfully. Connect with intent, connect with compassion. Mm -hmm. If you take on some of these tips, like putting your phone away, letting go of expectations, listening with intent to connect, not problem solve, reflecting back, setting boundaries, you will create deeper, more authentic connections. If you don't, well, you can kind of see where that leads us, can't you? You know, it's like passing ships in the night miscommunication, withdrawal, shifts in relationships, confusion, frustration. There are many paths that misconnection takes us down and none of them are great. Can be tricky, but it is so worth it. Practicing and mindful listening. And if you find that you are distracted, that your mind does wander, it's practice. It's like when you do a mindful meditation you come back to the moment and you keep coming back to the moment. You go, okay, no, I'm not at the supermarket doing my grocery shopping. I'm right here with this person who I want to connect with. Okay. Thank you for listening. If you found this useful, I'm very grateful. And I always appreciate feedback on what you would like to talk about. What's getting in the way for you at the moment, making those connections? Let me know. Drop me an email. Until next time, take care of yourself. You are the only one who is fully responsible for taking care of yourself, for your mental health.
think about that. Mm. I will catch you next time on the next episode. Bye, guys.